Happy Tuesday, all things Montessori. I hope everybody's had a great week so far and had a great week last week. So a couple things before we get into this episode today. I don't know how many of you know, but the refresher course is this upcoming weekend. It begins on Friday, and I'm so excited to say that Jamie Rue, you know, my co-host slash the other half of all things Montessori, is going to be presenting at it in two sessions. I'm so excited. So on Sunday, Jamie is going to be presenting Adapting a Montessori Approach for the Post-2020 World. And then on Friday, Jamie's going to be a panelist for the topic is Going with the Flow, Transitioning Between In-Person, Hybrid, and Virtual Learning Environments. I feel like those two topics are so incredibly prevalent in our day and age, and I'm so excited for Jamie, and I'm so excited to, to watch it on the refresher course. Now, if you haven't had the chance to sign up for the refresher course, um, it's really easy to get to. It is on the AMI USA website. It, you can also find the registration information at the in the episode description. So it's going to be awesome. We're so excited to see Jamie at the refresher course, and I hope all of you sign up and, you know, have this amazing experience. I love that it's going to be virtual. You know, I mean, so many things have been hard this year, but it's so great that we have this weekend still, even though it'll be in the virtual space. I think it'll be fantastic. So this week's episode, it's just me, and I talk about something really close to my heart. Um, I talk all about yoga and yoga with children. So I don't know how many of you know, I've been getting my 200 hour yoga certification and it has been an amazing, amazing journey. And before this, I was doing yoga, you know, on my own, but I was also doing yoga in the classroom. So I I talk about how important it is for children to be exposed to yoga, breath work and meditation. It's a super fun podcast about yoga. So I hope you guys enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Sapling Supply. If you haven't had a chance, go ahead to their website and just check out all the stuff they have. I have a desk by them. They're fantastic. And you can get anything on their site, site-wide. So anything on the site, and it can be 10% off if you use our promo code ATM10. Um, and we really, we really recommend going to their website. They're, it's a wonderful company and we highly recommend it. So without further ado, enjoy this episode all about yoga with children. just Rachel here this week. I thought I would take this opportunity to do a solo episode about something I hold really close to my heart, um, and that would be yoga. And I'm going to talk a little bit about yoga in general, but I'm going to talk a lot about yoga with kids and all the amazing benefits that can come from doing yoga with children. I want to share why it's important. I want to share my own experience with yoga. And I also just want to offer some ideas on how to get started. So I don't know if most of you know, I am almost done with my 200 hour yoga teacher training. I've been um, going every other weekend to the yoga studio for eight hours, Saturday, eight hours, Sunday at the early hours of the morning uh, since September. And we're almost done. So bittersweet, but it's been so fun to like be a student again. You know, like I feel like all teachers, like we love to learn. So it's, it has been so transformative and I have been able to bring my own experience with doing yoga in the classroom in, into this. And and while I want to be a yoga teacher for adults as well, I think there is a lot of beautiful things that can come out of doing yoga with children. So 
I just want to take a minute to talk about why. Why do yoga with kids? Well, yoga, while there are a lot of misconceptions about yoga, I'm only going to speak to what I know and my own experience with it. Yoga is really about the breath and it's really about being present and taking care of your body. And that awareness of your body, of your mental state, of your emotions, of what's going on in your body, that's valuable really at any age. Now, yoga has amazing things like inversions and arm balances and headstands and handstands and all of those wonderful things. But at its core, yoga is its a way to slow down and listen and take care of yourself and do something just for you and at the same time get wonderful benefits that can help you live a more healthy life. And ingraining that in a child or introducing that to an elementary child when they're young will sort of set up this idea and this, you know, this journey for them to embark on and will probably serve them later in their lives. So it's good for you. We all know that. It's good for the body. It's great for the mind. Um, elementary children, while they are stable and wonderful and curious, they are also growing and going through a lot. They are emotional and trying to figure out, you know, who they are and where they fit in, all of those really complex things. And yoga can sort of provide a way for them to get away from the hustle and bustle of the classroom and really just go inward and check in. It may be a little silly in a yoga class with children. Your sequence is not probably going to go the way that you planned it. There might be children rolling around. I mean, it's you got to go with it for sure. But even though you may think, oh my gosh, that was the disaster. It's interesting to see how you'll have children coming back to it. It's been one thing that I've, I've had in my classroom from the beginning and then it just grew from there. So I want to now talk about my own experience with yoga. Yoga has been in my life since I was about 17 years old. I remember my first yoga class thinking, what is this? And then I remember the instructor was lovely, but she kept telling me to listen to my breath and be still and silent. And I just couldn't do it and felt it was crazy. But I stuck with it. And, you know, as a lot of us, the way we come to yoga, I came through it, you know, wanting a good workout. You know, I was like, this is great. And that was fine. Uh, because it is a killer workout, but I didn't, I didn't get it. And then I remember my first yoga class with the woman who's actually training me to be a teacher now, Caroline. I remember I went to her, her class at her old studio downtown and I ended up crying because I sort of had like an emotional breakthrough through the, through the class. And that was the first time I thought, oh my goodness, wow, this is something really cool. So from then on, I tried to explore lots of different types of yoga, really started getting into meditation, really started to understand how desperately I needed all of those things. And then my body began to crave it, and I just kept coming back to it. And I, I've been wanting to get my yoga teacher certification for so long, and it just so happened that this was the right time, and it definitely has been the right time. And I feel like everything's come together. 
Now, my journey with children in yoga started when I was a nanny. I would be doing my yoga practice and <laughs> my I was a nanny to the sweetest, sweetest baby. I mean, all, all the kids that I nannied were just the best. Um, but Samantha would watch me do yoga and uh, she would, I mean, she was two years old, so she would just sort of roll around. But so I would do yoga just sort of on the side with like children I babysat or anything like that. And then once I got my Montessori training, then I was in the classroom and I remember Jamie speaking to us on our training course about PE, you know, and how we were, you know, we're generalists, right? Like we have to teach all the subjects. And I remember thinking, oh, that's so cool, but how am I going to do that? And then she mentioned yoga and I thought, oh, I know that. Cool. Um, and Jamie just mentioned, she said, you know, I had yoga cards in my class that there was a lesson for it and the children could, you know, take a card, practice poses. And I thought that's such a cool idea. So I went on Amazon, got this deck of cards sort of thing that had all the yoga poses. It had some breathing exercises too. And I thought this is so cool. So I just sort of put it in the classroom. And I honestly forgot about it for about eight months because it was my first year teaching and I was running around like a crazy person because I was trying to do everything all the time with six-year-olds. It was, it was so fun and so crazy, but so fun. So I remember um, it was on a shelf and the children kept asking me about it. And I was like, oh, right. I have to include that. How am I going to do that? So I incorporated it into a lesson. I started off with just one child and a mat. And they could only, I was really careful about what poses I put in there. I didn't really put any like back bends or anything crazy. Even though children are much more flexible than adults, I didn't want anyone to get injured, which is a huge concern. So I had very easy ones like child's pose and downward facing dog, you know, very, very beginner. So I started there and soon everybody wanted a lesson and it became the most popular thing. And I was like, that's cool. That's really cool. And then I ended up having it be two children at a time because they wanted to do the poses together and all that sort of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. And then they just kept asking me about it. And so I remember I had a small class at the time, so it was a little bit more doable. Um, and they were really, they could see the other kids doing it, which is why I think they were like, well, that's so neat. But they asked me about, you know, what a yoga class meant. And I started explaining, you know, how you go through the poses in a flow, in an order together, breathing. Sometimes there's music and it totally piqued their interest. They were like, that sounds so cool. So one morning, I mean, just as we do in the Montessori classroom, you follow the child. And all of the children in my class led me to come to the conclusion that, oh, I guess I'm going to teach a yoga class right now. Never done it in my life. Just had been a yoga practitioner for a while. But I thought, okay, I'm a teacher and I do yoga, so it has to be sort of similar. And it turns out it was. And it was so fun. We did like a 30-minute flow. I put on the Beatles. It was just, you know, super casual. But it became amazing. And then it became a tradition in the classroom where it became a routine that we did. We did it. We did yoga outside. We would do it in the classroom. I mean, anyone was welcome. And mostly people were. But if, if the children didn't want to come, they could just go work quietly. And that was also beautiful and fine. And I found these children getting so into yoga, which really surprised me. I wasn't sure because I came to yoga later. You know, I came to yoga in, in my teens, almost as an adult. 
And to see these children really get into it. And I mean, not only the poses, but the breathing and the shavasana and the setting intention and the breath work, I was floored. And I remember kind of sharing it with my parent community, feeling a little timid. And they were so supportive and they thought it was amazing. So that's how it started and it continued. And I've even done some virtual yoga with the with children, which has one, been wonderful. And um, it really warms my heart to, to remember that because it was such a, honestly, a shock to me that it went so well, but really affirmed that, you know, yoga is for everybody and you can take whatever you want from it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, if you sit and observe or sit in child's pose or, you know, only get through half the poses. It doesn't matter. It's all about doing what's right for you and your body. And what a beautiful lesson. One more thing about my experience. I, and I'm going to talk about this next with, I, I'm going to talk about some ideas that you can get started with. Um, I, I taught my children some breathing techniques to help them when they were sort of feeling their emotions rising. And this was fantastic because breathing is so helpful, especially when you're feeling like you may, you know, your your anxiety or stress or emotions or anger or sadness or anything like that might be, you know, rising a little bit just to have that check of, oh, I'm feeling this, you know, taking a step back, breathing, all of those things. I found that to be extremely, extremely helpful. And children really, really got interested in meditation. I mean, it was just awesome. So I cannot recommend doing yoga with children enough. And okay, so to my next my next point. You do not have to be a yoga teacher to do any of this. You don't even have to like yoga at all. There's nothing saying that you need to be a practicing yogi to show it to children. I mean, I'm sure all of you aren't mathematicians and then teaching math. You know, not everyone is a classically trained musician, but we teach music. It's the same thing. Children only need an introduction, especially an elementary child. You give an elementary child something they're interested in, and then they are off to the races with that. So my first recommendation is perhaps getting a book about yoga or the yoga cards. I Googled yoga cards on Amazon, and I can provide the link either on Instagram or um, in the description of this episode. It They weren't expensive, and they were great. And it was a great starting point because even, even myself who did yoga, I didn't know where I was going to go with it. So I thought, well, I guess I'll just have this in the class and a yoga mat. And, it, you know, and then it went from there. But that's a great way to start. Another thing you can do is you can start by stretching. Yo, a lot of yoga is stretching and a lot of it is it stretches that are comfortable and that you know. Um, and if you do a quick search on some yoga stretches, that's a great way to start if you're feeling a little insecure about doing a pose or something like that. Another really fun thing to do with children in yoga, as we know with all children, pretty much they love animals. So a lot of yoga poses actually are named after animals. There's a puppy pose and a dolphin pose and a cat pose and a cow pose and all of these things. And uh, believe, believe me when I say when I went into cat pose, we were meowing. And when we went into cow pose, we were mooing. I mean, it sounds silly, but the children love it. They love it. And you can you can name anything. Um, there's a pose called jellyfish pose. I mean, you can think of a lot of different things to get them interested and they'll love it. They will absolutely love it. 
I would say actually any sort of imagery you can include in your yoga practice with children is going to be very beneficial for you because, you know, a lot of children are visual learners. And so along with the animal sounds, I mean, you know, we literally do sun salutations. You can make it into a sunrise and a sunset, moving the energy up with your arms, with the breath, anything like that to get them, you know, really engaged with you, be as descriptive as possible. That is super helpful. Another really fun idea is to do sort of a follow the leader, Simon says, but with yoga poses, which is super fun. You could do this if you had the yoga cards and the children, you know, kind of knew at least five or something like that. So that would be a great idea. Another really fun one, you know, and we already do this a lot with with Montessori education, you know, we really encourage nature walks and walks and, you know, walks are very meditative. And so if you did something like a nature walk, but complete, completely quiet and observed everything going on, the sights and the sounds and things like that, and then maybe spoke about it when you got back, something like that would be fantastic. And I think, you know, the biggest advice I have is to just sort of take it step by step. Like I said, like I just put those yoga cards in my class and then all of this unfolded. I didn't set out to teach a weekly yoga class to elementary children. You know, like I didn't, that wasn't like, I'm going to do that. It just totally happened. And I, and I went with it. So just like anything in the classroom, when an elementary child is showing interest in something, just lean into that a little bit. Observe what's going on there. Like, okay, so they're really interested in this. I wonder if I can take it to the next step and then see what happens. And, you know, you might have a class that they're not interested in yoga. And that's also fine. It doesn't mean that, you know, maybe they just aren't interested in it right now. Or maybe they aren't at all. It Yoga is never something you should force upon anyone. But I definitely think it's worth trying because the benefits are just pretty monumental. And and showing a child that you can slow down, listen to your body, you know, move with intention, move to, you know, increase the blood flow, all of those sorts of things. To in- introduce that at such a young age, I think is a really amazing gift. And I just really strongly encourage you to just get out there and do some yoga. And definitely don't be afraid of breathing and meditation with children. A few of my favorite breathing techniques that I do, there is one, (laughs) it's sort of ridiculous. Um, It's called Nadi Shodhana, but you can just call it alternate nostril breathing. And what I did with the children when I taught them this, um, you basically take your thumb and your fourth finger and you're plugging um, a nostril and then alternating while taking breath in. And it's really, really good for your brain. It's really good to calm stress. It's fantastic. I'm laughing because I taught children this and then they kept doing it too fast as a game. And it was, it actually turned out to be like hilarious, but all the while, so amazing that they even were using it, even though they were doing it as a game, like something clicked, you know, another really fun one to do with them is lion's breath. So that's when you're breathing in through your nose and then exhaling through your mouth like really loud like a lion. They love that one. And it's also super detoxifying for your lungs. So it's so, so good for them. Another really fun one to do, um, if you have a candle, if you allow candles in your classroom, I mean, this just takes like a tea light. Um, It's a meditative thing, but it's really fun because one, it's fire. So children are like, oh, that's exciting. 
Um, but you set the candle in front of you and then you're going to focus on the flame and then you close your eyes and you try to visualize the flame. It's really hard, um, but it really, it takes you out of, of anything else going on and you're really present present in the moment. I, I can't recommend that one enough. And then another one that's great is just breathing with counting, you know, so breathing in for four counts and then breathing out for four counts and then seeing how how they can extend the breath. That's so fantastic for their abdominals, for their lungs, for their brain, for anything. Just like doing that measured breathing is something that is, you know, will be great for them. So my whole point with this podcast is I, I've seen the beautiful benefits of yoga with children. And I've seen the beautiful benefits of yoga with adults. And I think it's something that you can even take a little piece of it and get those benefits. You know, it's not something you have to dive in, do a million yoga classes and all of those things. No, not really. Any piece of yoga that you take with you is going to give something to your life. And that's something that you can show these children and I will be very surprised if they're not interested in it. <laughs> and, you know, in this time that we're living in right now with so much uncertainty, so many things are uncomfortable and difficult and nothing really seems familiar. Having a practice, having something to rely on, even if it's just your breath, can feel really comforting to adults and children. So I encourage you to try it. Please email me if you need any other advice or have any questions or if you tried it and it worked. Oh my gosh, please email me. I would love to hear about it. Um, you know, our email is allthingsmontessoripod at gmail.com. And I just can't wait to hear if you have some little practicing yogis in your Montessori class. All right. Well, enjoy yoga. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>